welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli. Today, we are talking about step four of the four-step process, which is all around, is it just and equitable? In other words, is it fair? Now, if you haven't listened to the other podcasts on this topic, the four-step process, which is all around how we divide property, please go back and listen to the overview and then step one, step two, step three, before you listen to this one, because it will all gel together and make more sense. So let's get into it. Is it just an equitable or fair? I get so many clients come in here, in fact, mostly everybody, and they want what is fair. They want a fair outcome for them and for their partner. They say, all I want is it to be fair. Now, what we think is fair what you think is fair, what your ex-partner thinks is fair, can be quite different to what the law says is fair. So as we walk through the four-step process and have been walking through the four-step process, and as matters unfold, things become more apparent. And every matter is very, very different. So when it comes to is it fair, just because you think it might be, or just because they think it might be, it might not actually be what is just and equitable in the law. So finally, in this fourth step, the court must consider whether the orders, so that's either consent orders that the parties have agreed to or orders of the court, so that's if you've gone to a trial, which, by the way, only a very small percentage of people go to a trial. It considers uh, whether the orders that have been proposed to make after completion of the previous steps are just and equitable. So are they fair? Essentially, given all the facts and circumstances of the relationship and the finances, is the outcome fair for both parties in accordance to the Family Law Act? That is what the court asks itself when it makes orders. If the outcome of the property division isn't considered fair and equitable, then the agreement can't be finalized by way of orders of the court. Hang on a minute. What if you both want them to be finalized? What if you both agree on it to be finalized because you both think that it's fair, but it's not fair in the law? If that is the case, then we can do what's called a binding financial agreement which contracts you out of the Family Law Act and places you in your own contract that you have agreed on. To get a binding financial agreement, you must both get independent legal advice. There's very specific requirements about around this, and it's very advisable that if you do get independent legal advice for a binding financial agreement, and you get the binding financial agreement drafted, that it must be done by a family lawyer that's got experience. Um, that's the only way I'd recommend it. 
So if the court does consider that your agreement that you have reached is just and equitable, they will seal the orders and the orders will be made, which is a great relief because what that means is that you have a final settlement you can divide the property, do all of the things that actually need to be done, like make the transfers and all of that sort of thing, and you can move on with your life. If we file orders and the court says, hmm, I don't think it's just an equitable, they will requisition them. What that means is that they will send the orders back and they will say, given the facts and the circumstances, we don't see that this is just an equitable. You will have to adjust the orders to make it just and equitable. As lawyers, we know if something is not going to be sealed, so we would never recommend our clients do that. We would always recommend that you settle in a way that's just and equitable and the court is going to seal the document. Otherwise, we'd point you in the other direction of needing to get a binding financial agreement and contracting out of the Family Law Act. That is a little overview of the four-step process. And as always, I'm going to remind you that this is a podcast with a little bit of information on it. It is not independent legal advice. So if you do need independent legal advice, please go and get advice about your circumstances and how your circumstances can be applied to the law when it comes to dividing your property as you go through a separation and divorce. That is all I have for you this week. Until next week, bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective Podcast, brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.